Welcome to Your Healthy Dose, a podcast brought to you by Organifi. I'm your host, the CEO, Mae Steigler, and in today's episode, I am joined with our head of product and R&D, Shanae Pelka. She is an absolute wizard, and I'm excited to unpack adaptogens with the resident expert here at Organifi. And Shanae, I was reflecting on... First, thank you for being here. I was reflecting on your journey to this spot that you're in today and through studying conventional medicine um, and really your incredible transformation story, it's been around 20, 25 years, right, in this industry and since you started this journey, right? About 20 years ago, I put my first adrenal supporting product on the market. It had seven herbs in it and it was called Ultra Adrenals. Ultra Adrenals. Ultra Adrenals. That was pretty unique, right? Um, Yes. It was, um, yeah, I, I, in Michigan where I lived, it was on the shelves in all the local health food stores. And, you know, I did that primarily because, you know, after I recovered from my illness and recovered from my adrenal fatigue, those herbs really saved my life. And so I was like, I have to, I have to put something on the market for everybody. That was 20 years ago. That was 20 years ago. That is incredible. And just, I think such a testament to how long you've been studying herbs and, and putting them into practical application. You know, I, I think it's a interesting time that we're in right now and seeing how there's this cool traditional medicine becoming more well-known by the public. And then there's still the obstacle of how do you conveniently integrate those things into your lifestyle. So, so cool that you're making, making, making that easier for people upwards of 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So much respect for what you've built, Shanae. Thank you. Well, it was kind of funny because before that I was just, I remember being in my pharmacology class, you know, pre-med class, and I just loved it. I love studying about all the medications and how they worked in the body. And, you know, it is really interesting, but, um, it, it's fascinating, but it's, it's crazy. You know, when life takes you on a path, you might fight against it a little bit, but I mean, I was meant to be, and I am meant to be exactly where I am right now. I couldn't agree more, Shanae. Goodness, I'm grateful to have you in this conversation, our resident expert here at Organifi, to answer some of the top questions, whether you're just starting out with adaptogens or looking to optimize how to use them, when to use them, how to dose. Let's get into some of the details here today. And importantly, Shanae, let's first define what an adaptogen is. So we've got a base level of context and starting the conversation. The actual definition of an adaptogen is any plant or medicinal mushroom that helps the body have a more positive response to stress and actually creates homeostasis or balance within the body. What I'm interested in also is to hear how you've evolved your relationship with adaptogens and some of the different ways that maybe you started out taking them compared to how you take them today. So I think super interesting to hear from an expert like yourself, someone who's been in this space for 20 years. Shania, when you first started taking adaptogens and adding herbs into your lifestyle, how much has it changed with how you use them today? Yeah, well, that's a great question. Um, Well, I think back to when I first started taking adaptogens was when I had, you know, I was suffering major panic attacks and chronic respiratory infections and just, I could never sleep. I felt like I couldn't breathe. And so when I first like started researching the adrenal glands and, and the hormones that the adrenal glands create and 
what it means to not have enough cortisol, you know, not let alone like just balanced cortisol, but having too low cortisol, I immediately just started taking probably like six adaptogens immediately off the bat. Ashwagandha was of course the first one that I started taking. And I, I didn't really look at sourcing. I didn't look at whether or not they were organic. I didn't look at how they're extracted. I just, you know, and I think that 20 years ago, there was just less on the market and less available to us. So I just took what I could. And as I started feeling better, really within a week, maybe two weeks, complete, like my body was strong and balanced and I no longer had panic attacks when I went into the grocery store and it was just so surreal. The healing was so surreal that I was afraid to go off of them. I was afraid to ever Mm -hmm. stop taking them because I had reached such a place of imbalance. And, you know, throughout the years, I've been able to be a little more in tune with my body. And I really, I really like to cycle a little bit more, you know, take ashwagandha for three to four months, maybe take a couple weeks off and just really be more in tune with my body as far as what my needs are, what my stress levels are. And, um, I guess more, more of a creative approach. Like I don't have to, I don't feel like I'm going to immediately become out of balance if I stop taking my adaptogens for one day, you know? And that's such a, an incredible transformation story that you've had with the application of adaptogens. Like your, your story is outrageous and amazing. No wonder that you are an immediate believer of just the power of adaptogens. And you spoke to, to a, a number of really interesting things there. Thank you, Shanae. First being that you know, you didn't yet use a quality filter back then. I'm so curious what quality filter you use today. You mentioned a couple of things. So I'd love to kind of unpack that a little bit as, as we're um, looking at incorporating products that include adaptogens, how do we choose the right one? So I'd love to talk about that. But also you, you mentioned um, just being able to cycle them now. Um, and do you think, I guess a clarifying question, do you think that that's also based on your ability to just have more um, more understanding of your sense of balance when your body needs certain adaptogens and when it doesn't? Where before it was like, you needed everything. <laughs> uh, how, like, how, how did you grow that sense of um, balance? Or like, what are some of the ways that you perceive your sense of balance needing or not needing adaptogens today? Well, when, when I lived in Southern California, when I lived in San Diego, I, you know, was a single mom, three kids on the go all the time with my own business. I I kind of prided myself on only needing four hours of sleep a night. And I know, and I was like, I can do it all. You know, I can never get sick. And, you know, and that was, but I would have to take adaptogens. Like, otherwise I'm sure I would have gotten sick, but you know, I, as I, I guess as I matured and especially after spending that year in Costa Rica where it was just calm, there were no cars, we had just bikes. Um, I didn't take any adaptogens, honestly. That was one of my main times in my life that I was like, wow, I understand why adaptogens grow most primarily in like cold, harsh climates, high altitude, you think of rhodiola and Siberian ginseng, which is a lithro root. Um, you, you think about where these originated and why these people needed these adaptogens to help them deal with the excessive cold and um, the elevation. And, you know, I felt just completely at peace. I, I really didn't have much stress in my life in Costa Rica. I was constantly grounded, not much 
not much EMF signals around. And, um, you know, we had the Caribbean Sea right in front of us. <laughs> so you always really felt great. And I think that in nature, a lot. definitely. And that was my first moment where I was like, wow, you know, um, well, I realized that, you know, the herbs that grew in Costa Rica were there because they were definitely needed. A lot of anti-parasitic herbs and herbs that can help with skin infections, which sometimes people can get staph infections and different different things from mosquito bites like papilomoyo and, you know, things that we don't necessarily get in the United States. Um, so I realized that there is kind of a rhyme and reason as to where these adaptogens like originally have grown. And then I, I did come back to California and it's, it's interesting how the, the chaotic lifestyle, it just kind of started again. And I immediately just felt a little bit like I wasn't sleeping as well. I was um, maybe a little bit more stressed and maybe just a little less focused. And I was like, oh, wow, it's time to reincorporate my adaptogens to just reestablish the homeostasis in my body. That sense of balance, right? Homeostasis. Yes. So great call out with, and such a powerful example in being in a low stress state in Costa Rica where you were. Um, that's such a powerful story just to know that that's, that's your normal you know, that's your normal low stress living where you're out in nature. It sounds incredible. I remember hearing stories about that. That was right when you were joining Organifi and leaving your, was it a year in Costa yes. Rica? It was more. a year. Yeah. A year. Gosh. Sounds like paradise. I love that. Um, hopefully more of that in your future. I know we're like, you're on a farm now you're in uh, on the East coast and gorgeous outdoors. So hopefully getting a, your own sense of Costa Rica, like uh, living low stress, hopefully, <laughs> but um, such a cool example of being tuned into how your environment creates that base level of stress or, um, or hopefully stress mitigation and a lot of, you know, or stress management, uh, in, uh, the ideal scenario. And so it sounds like as you came back to, uh, the States and re reintegrated into a more stressful lifestyle, that was when you started taking adaptogens again and, and dosing to get back to that, hopefully like now familiar, um, at that state, um, sense of calm and balance and low stress. Definitely. Yeah. And, and even today I can, I can tell, you know, if I, you know, and I sometimes plan for a week or two weeks and I'm like, wow, I have so much on my plate these next couple of weeks and I'll, I'll kind of make an adaptogen slash supplement plan for myself. I mean, Green juice is just a no-brainer because it's so easy and it's it's just the perfect way to start my day anyways. Um, but, you know, I might add a little bit of rhodiola root, like, you know, for um, extra energy, especially in the midday. I might add a little extra reishi at nighttime because reishi is the most grounding of all the medicinal mushrooms. And it's a, it's a really great adaptogen as well, but it's been studied for rest and relaxation and sleep cycle. So I might just plan to take more reishi. So cool. And especially just hearing from an expert like yourself, how you look at your week ahead and say, Hey, this is a really busy week. I'm going to go ahead and boost my adaptogen dosing to just mitigate the additional stress that I'll probably be experiencing. And I, th I think that speaks to the, um, hopefully like futuristic, um, or hopefully something that's available to more people in the future, which would be looking at seasons and thinking kind of like seasonal eating, but 
also seasonal dosing with adaptogens to say, hey, this is a busy season in our life. Maybe we've got the kids going to, you know, um, all these uh, sports events and we've got a, you know, huge chapter of just kind of busyness coming up. So during this time, um, we're going to incorporate more adaptogens than usual, you know, in our household to maintain our homeostasis, our balanced state of stress management, you know, stress resilience. Uh, So I think it's such a healthy mindset to consider how do I support myself better? Maybe it starts with to your great example, just looking ahead in your calendar, but it could look like, you know, larger seasons or chapters in your, in your lifestyle and in your um, livelihood that require a little bit more, more stress support. Um, I always like the example of looking at, you know, if you have, um, if you're a, you know, high performance athlete, for instance, like you've got a lot of stress you're trying to manage and it's positive stress on the body, but to recover quickly and to get back into training, uh, even if, you know, for myself, if I'm trying to get better at pickleball, I'm, I am dosing adaptogens to recover quickly to play again the next day. Um, but also folks that have really intense uh, stress levels of work uh, or maybe a life stage in their, um, you know, they're maybe starting a family and they've got a new baby or, you know, maybe they're pregnant. Um, I think certain times to consider what type of stress support. Are there any other life stages or circumstances you'd say specifically are helpful to incorporate adaptogens? Definitely. Um, I'm going to actually just name three right off the bat. Um, One is having excess exposure to um, certain chemicals, toxins, things like that, even even if you buy a new vehicle, you know, sometimes there's, um, a lot of toxins in new cars, um, you know, new carpeting, painting, things like that. Pesticides, herbicides, a lot of these adaptogens have the ability to give us resilience towards environmental toxins and environmental stress. So that is one instance. Another instance would be after injury, because injury is actually stressful on the body. So it might not be the emotional stress that we might think about, but injury, um, surgery, that definitely is um, stressful for our adrenal glands. And we might have a potentially a rise in cortisol level. Um, We might eventually have a fall in cortisol level, but we really want to keep homeostasis within the body. So those are two really great instances to take extra adaptogens. And the third would be during travel, uh, especially during, you know, like an overnight flight, long travel where you're just not getting a lot of sleep. Extra adaptogen support is really significant. Those are such great call-outs. And I, I love the travel packs that we offer for that reason. It's such a staple of our packing list whenever we're traveling. Clearly, it's a time when your immune system might be under some um, some duress. And um, you know, definitely want to support feeling great if you're traveling and not get sick. <laughs> um, but super helpful to come back home and also be in a really good, healthy state. Instead of so often you hear about people coming home and then you know catching a cold or getting pretty run down, needing a vacation after their vacation, honestly. <laughs> and so so helpful to dose with adaptogens um, pre and during and post travel. So I love those call outs and injuries specifically. Um, such good timing. And I want to loop back. I realized we had a large open loop with uh, the quality standards. So you had said, you know, it wasn't necessarily a thing 20 years ago that was on your mind, but today, what are, if any, quality standards you want to call out when selecting adaptogens and maybe some specific examples or two? Yeah. So um, I guess the first thing is I always look for certified organic adaptogens and then 
always test to make sure that the adaptogens are free from glyphosate. So that's really important. Um, not only because what is glyphosate, Shana? You want to, you want to unpack yes. <laughs> just really quick. Define glyphosate real so quick. So glyphosate is probably the most common used herbicide in this country. And um, it's actually what's the ingredient that's found in Roundup. And so it's sprayed on people's lawns to kill the dandelion, which is the actually the only medicine that people have in their lawns. Um, but it's, it's in our water. Something we should be eating on our, in our lawns. Yeah, <laughs> the only thing we should be eating in our lawns. Yeah. Um, the problem with glyphosate is that it's it is actually known. It's patented as an antibiotic, and it is known to disrupt and kill our microbiome. So that is definitely a stressor to our bodies, especially because the microbiome is so important for optimal health, and it's also important because that's where our neurotransmitters, a lot of our neurotransmitters, are produced. So it's important to also have a calm mind, we need to have a healthy microbiome. Yes. And something that Organifi, we've in the last, was it three years or so, um, started testing all of our products for, uh, and just are huge advocates of um, being able to produce products free of glyphosate. Very, very uh, important to ensure lower stress on the body and make sure we're not actually consuming a lot of literally antibiotics, but, you know, herbicides, pesticides, anything that could um, really compromise our immune system and our, our overall health. So I love that. You said organic, glyphosate residue free. What else? I also look at how the herb is extracted. Um, for instance, our ashwagandha is a really high quality, clinically proven ashwagandha, um, but it's a full spectrum extract. So it's it's more than just taking one active constituent and extracting it. So herbs are made of, or plants are made of all these different constituents. And we don't even understand or know the magnitude of all the different constituents that are in herbs because herbs are just miraculous. And so when we're just taking one constituent from a specific herb, it's sort of a little bit more like a pharmaceutical model to me. And it's, it's definitely gonna, going to provide benefits um, for certain pain points. And I like to use those for more short-term use. But when you're taking something more long-term, I love the fact that our ashwagandha is a full-spectrum extract. So it is extracted. It's more potent than just a powder. But all of the constituents are equally represented re- represented in this, in this um, extract. Now, and I kind of relate this to if you're, if you're dosing with, let's say, like... Um, uh, high zinc or, uh, you know, a specific mineral or vitamin that can also create some imbalance in the body. So is that a similar way to consider full spectrum adaptogens and herbs where you're, uh, is that relatable? Cause I'm always, I'm more cautious of, of taking something that's been, um, that's kind of out of its natural proportion in, in a non whole food. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's a great call out. Um, people taking really high doses of one single vitamin can definitely cause deficiency in other vitamins. It's all basically those like maintained balances in the body, right? And ratios that if we're not cognizant of and aware of, then we can create other imbalances if we don't dose appropriately. Yeah, which is why whole whole okay. food nutrition is so important. And it's really optimal. Yeah, and the fundamental. Yeah, because... Um, because yeah. of the intelligence of nature. You and I were talking a month or two ago about this, but it's something like 1% of the kind of science and understanding behind phytonutrients has really been um, 
um, documented so far. So there's so much, so much intelligence in our food and just the, how our bodies interact with it that we don't yet understand. So it makes perfect sense why here at Organifi, we value so much the whole food sourcing of ingredients and focus on this because, you know, there's a lot of benefit that we don't yet understand. Yeah. I love that. Um, you know, an example would be if you want to supplement with a lot of trace minerals, taking something like shilajit, which is really rich in, in all the minerals, you know, and it comes from the, from the earth and, um, or, or even, you know, taking, eating an oyster, eating an oyster, oysters are considered the perfect multivitamin. So perfect example there of how important whole food sourcing is. And as much as you can in, in the supplements you're taking or adaptogen blends you're taking, looking for full spectrum extraction, right? You talked organic, you talked glyphosate residue free, full spectrum. Uh, And so, so importantly, taking a look at why we formulate the way that we do it, Organifi, what, is there any other ones or are those your top three? Well, those are definitely my top three, but I also always look for the farms and the farmers that are going above and beyond organic, such as regenerative organic agriculture. Also the farms that are giving back to the community, Um, the farms that might be using their leftover pulp material after extraction to power their plant. And those farms that are building schools for underprivileged children, um, that also from a social standpoint really warms my heart. And whenever possible, that's the the farm that I'm going to want to choose. Yeah. And, and for, you know, the, the consumers out there, those listening right now that are buying adaptogens and wanting to also kind of vote with their dollars, which I think is so powerful and important. Is there a good uh, resource you'd recommend for finding out about farms or would you just be Googling the company and seeing if they've got information on their website? Like I know you, you've got an inside track to all of this, Shania, which I really respect and appreciate, but, um, let's say, you know, my mom's curious about this stuff. What would she, how could she find some of this out? Would it just be Googling the company? I actually don't know the answer to that. I mean, honestly, there should be a better resource. And, um, you know, there's, there's probably different, like, um, I mean, there's fair trade certs, there's eco certs. Well, fair trade doesn't even apply to all, all food. Um, honestly, I think that the best way is for companies like us to tell our farmers stories and to have a link directly to learn more about our farms and where we source the products from. So powerful and important. Yeah. I think it's, you're investing a lot in your health and it's great to know that you're investing in something that's hopefully sustainable and supporting communities and well-being across the world. So Awesome there. Thank you. I think such a cool perspective to get kind of your quality standards after, you know, basically 25 years in this space. Uh, And I I would do want to talk through in getting started. And I think you called something out in your story and feeling a difference within like a matter of days and weeks. Um, How do people plan for um, the kind of time it takes for adaptogens to work in their body? How do you have people think about this? Well, I think it's important to, to realize, um, an adaptogen is not, it's not a stimulant. It's not the same as caffeine. You're not going to consume an adaptogen and immediately feel a certain level of alertness and awake. Um, but what adaptogens are doing is they're working kind of behind the scenes to balance the body. And I always think of adaptogens as like the thermostat. So if the temperature in the room is too hot, 
then an adaptogen will decrease that temperature. And if it's too cool, an adaptogen will raise that temperature. And the mechanism isn't even fully understood. I mean, we know that adaptogens impact the um, hypothalamus pituitary adrenal access, um, the, the gonads, and different components of the brain. Um, but it's not fully understood how adaptogens so beautifully work to balance the body. So um, a specific adaptogen is so beneficial for improving daytime energy, but will also help you sleep at night and will also uh, promote healthy immunity and healthy libido and uh, more clear thinking and less brain fog and less anxiety. So adaptogens, I just, I feel like they're miraculous. I love that. And, and as a, as a really cool example, right now I'm taking our, our greens with the uh, 600 milligrams of ashwagandha in it at night. So pre-bed actually. And I've seen a, an incredible reduction in my resting heart rate. So, um, upwards of 10% a night for the last four nights doing this. And I've been also playing pickleball every day, uh, for the last uh, five days. And so kind of overtraining, um, high strain and taking ashwagandha at night. So it's been a really, really nice, um, supportive mechanism. My typical, and exactly to your point, my typical way to use ashwagandha and our green juice is first thing in the morning. So I like to have it pre-coffee and really enjoy the, the benefit of all the nutrients, um, and the greens to kind of reset my, my morning but uh, recently have been really enjoying it at night. So such a testament to being able to um, get the benefit on kind of either end of your day uh, because it has that adaptogenic actually mechanism, right? Yeah. And yeah. Oh, I love that. It's really fun. I know I'm doing an experiment with my, my whoop that I'm wearing right now, my wearable. So um, I'll, I'll, re- I'll report back soon, but it's been quite a, it was actually from Matthew Rickard, one of our team members mentioning that it was helping him um, boost his recovery. We have a a group, um, in our, in our company using whoops. And so they're obviously very competitive with their recovery scores and I am as well. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask one question related to, um, kind of knowing how long it will take to feel the benefit of adaptogens. You just described, it's going to take a little bit of time. Um, and you've often mentioned it's, it's also relative to your starting place. So I think just to close out this, this question, um, how do those things relate? How do you consider the time um, that you likely should expect before you start feeling the benefit of adaptogens? Like, why does it vary so much? Yeah, I would say there's no one size fits all. Um, It depends on how out of balance you are. You know, do you have excessively low cortisol? Is your cortisol chronically high? Um, what, What pain points are you experiencing? Are you experiencing depression, anxiety? Are you um, just having trouble sleeping, just low energy, low immune system. It really truly depends. But from what I, my experience is even after you consume your first dose of adaptogens, even though it's not going to change your life from that one dose, you most likely will feel a subtle, calm well-being, and, um, maybe, maybe slightly energized, but, but very slight. And then over time, I would say within one to two weeks max, you are going to start noticing that those major pain points that you had are starting to dissipate. And such a good reminder to have um, 
have a quick check-in with your state of well-being as you introduce adaptogens to say, how's my sleep, my digestion, my cravings, my mood, my uh, libido, my immunity, right? Um, just to have that perspective as you incorporate them to know, are they working? Um, and and then really importantly, you know, the this to the degree that you also improve your lifestyle that might be contributing to those areas of concern, um, you know, excessive alcohol or caffeine or, um, you know, not reducing the stressors in your life that also will, will play into the time in which it takes to feel the full, the full benefit of adaptogens, but also to the degree that you need them, which is so interesting. I always think it's kind of like a, a give and take, which is like, if you're also experiencing high stress is the most important time to take adaptogens. Um, if you're having a challenging time, maybe even maintaining a healthy weight uh, or seeing the, you know, the results that you expect because of all the great eating and great exercising you're doing, there could be additional stressors that really could be supported with adaptogen dosing. So, so we, one thing that we might do wrong is we cannot expect to live a reckless, unhealthy lifestyle consistently and expect adaptogens to save us. We, Wait, we, we can't? We'll definitely start to see some benefits, but we need to hydrate with clean water. We need to, you know, attempt to get a decent night's sleep. We should try to eat, you know, decent, decent foods and uh, not drink soda all day and not overdo it with alcohol. And, um, you know, the adaptogen will work a lot better if you're if you're actually living um, a healthy lifestyle. And there's also a lot of lifestyle practices that you can incorporate as well, such as um, turning off your screen like an hour before bed and maybe journaling, maybe turning off your Wi-Fi at night um, because balance within the body definitely is supported by good sleep. Shania is talking about maintaining your fundamentals of healthy living to get the ultimate benefit of adaptogens, which I couldn't agree more with. Thank you. And so graciously offering that don't be a bozo (laughs) to care yourself to get the full benefit of adaptogens. Um, And yeah, such a powerful conversation. I promised you 15 minutes and it's been a half an hour. So Shania, I just want to say thank you. And I think so helpfully just unpacking what adaptogens are today and um, just such an important conversation. Thank you for sharing your knowledge, your expertise. I, I would love to do part two of this in the near future and um, address some additional questions that our community is often asking on this podcast. So thank you for your time here and your expertise. I so appreciate it. Sounds great. It's a pleasure.